Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm talking to Stuart Diamond, the Executive Director of the Jewish Board of Deputies, Cape Council. Stuart, um, two weeks ago you were involved in the United Nations World Interfaith Harmony Week in Cape Town. Yeah. What was it like? So I think one of the things that we're trying to do differently in Cape Town is refocus our connection with both local and provincial governments. Um, I think it's important to position ourselves through our No Place for Hate campaign to be seen as an organization that doesn't just fight anti-Semitism, but uses every opportunity possible to fight all the, 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 the phobias, whether it's Islamophobia, homophobia, xenophobia. We as a community believe that we need to be seen to be fighting those civil rights of all people. And so we really are trying to look at ways to lead the charge. Uh, one of the things we've identified is that public leaders need to understand this, and the only way they're going to understand this is by doing educational campaigns. So we reached out late last year to the new mayor in the city of Cape Town, Dan Plato, and we said to him, would you be able to give us some of your space in the Civic Center to show a mosaic to demonstrate what the Holocaust was about and what hate was about. Because it's powerful to demonstrate it via art and via people speaking. So the mayor jumped to the opportunity to take this chance and gave us the Civic Center main hall, as well as the space outside the main assembly to put this um, mosaic display on for a week. Also, we put the story of the Hertzberg students who made the mosaic, followed up by the story of Chris Belmach. Uh, an important context to the artwork. We were blessed that we had a Holocaust survivor and refugee who fled to South Africa tell a story about her village of Bochum in Germany, the synagogue that she lived and grew up in, which was built in 1594, and really about her personal story of the Holocaust, of oppression, of hate. And we were pleased that we had a, quite a high number of counselors in the room who listened to the story, and it really resonated with them because what we're trying to achieve is that they understand what this is, identify with this, so that when they go out to their various communities, they can speak and spread the message, but also where they see it, they can stop and say, enough is enough. We are a city that says no to hate. Cape Town is no place for hate. And Stuart, this was in response actually to the United Nations um, commemoration of the Holocaust, 27th of January. That was an initiative for that. Okay, so the, the one I've just, obviously the one I've just spoke to was the, the was our Holocaust event. Um, sorry, she said, you, you. The other one we had this past week on Monday the 4th was our World Interfaith Harmony Week. Um, we also want to be seen to be positioning ourselves as a powerful driver in the space of bringing interfaith groups or intergroups or intercommunity groups together, creating the platform for discussion. So, King Abdullah the second of Jordan promoted a World Interfaith Harmony Week at the 65th International United Nations General Assembly. Uh, and the essence of that was to say it's a special week for all the world's people uh, of all places of worship to express their teachings, to express their faith, and to talk about tolerance and respect, but most about peace and how all religions have a space under the sun. Uh, this resolution was obviously passed unanimously, and while in South Africa it isn't something that has been promoted or, or celebrated, we at the board in the Cape feel that it's an important event, and so since 2012, We've had speakers such as Imtiaz Suleiman from the Gift of the Givers, Judge L.B. Sachs, Ibrahim Rasul, uh, Professor Jonathan Janssen, Archbishop Brisbane, and former mayor in Cape Town, Reverend Gordon Oliver, and then obviously Reverend Michael Lapsley, to promote this event and be voices of the event. This year, again, the mayor put his voice 
uh, where it matters most, and did a presentation on how the city is planning to combat racism and prejudice. Mayor Plata spoke with passion and enthusiasm and has committed himself to working with all communities across the city uh, and with his colleagues in the province to work for driving a city that says no to race, no to anti-Semitism, no to xenophobia, no to homophobia, and basically no to a country and a city that doesn't represent what's in our chart and our, and our, com- com- and our constitution. Uh, we were also blessed to have Judge Danis Davis talk on the judiciary and how the judiciary is combating hate speech and prejudice. Um, and this was also followed up by a um, fascinating talk that is on our Cape Board page um, by Sheikh Quran, who is from the Al-Hazar Masjid in Zonablum. And he really spoke about how religious leaders can encourage a climate of interfaith harmony. Um, so, you know, we had these three powerful speakers, but I think what was really special about the event a community in Cape Town that is often quite um, forgotten about, which is our Khoisan Council and our Khoisan community. And we had um, Chief uh, Mackenzie come and do an incredibly special prayer on behalf of the Khoisan community to open up the session. What was inspiring about the event more than anything was that it was hosted at the City Hall. Um, many that don't know, the City Hall was built in 1904 and was built under the, the guidance of a Jewish mayor, Mayor Hyman Lieberman, our first Jewish mayor in Cape Town. It was hosted in the same building 25 years ago, coming this week on the 11th of February, that Nelson Mandela, when he was released from um, Victor Fair Prison, stood on the balcony and gave that uh, first speech to show how we were going to move into a transformative period in our country's history of a rainbow nation, a space for all its people. And I suppose the venue just really tied into the speeches and the whole feeling, and everybody just walked away believing that there is a space for everybody to be part of it. And, and being at SONA and listening to the president speak this week has only reiterated, and I think it's perfect timing that SONA really was in this uh, interfaith week where we speak of harmony, where we speak of coming together. So I think there's been a lot of exciting things happening in Cape Town. The board are positioned to be a driver in this. We want to bring people together, and we want to grow our bridges, not just within our community, we want to reach out and, and make friends outside the community and show that we are part of the broader, bigger South African picture. Stuart, um, I, I know you've only been at the job for a couple of months and yet you're already leaving such a, a big impression and working so hard towards what you're saying. And I know the, the, the Cape Council's campaign, No Place for Hate, resonates uh, tremendously throughout all of South Africa. What I think um, we in Joburg envy most about Cape Town, apart from, of course, the sea and the mountain, is the fact that interfaith works so well there, where it hasn't seemed to work so much in Joburg. Why do you think, what, what, what do you think is different in Cape Town? Well, I don't know if it's just the sea or the mountain that's <laughs> led to a space of tolerance and peace and thought and reflection. I think we have a history of of workers that have put in a lot of time. You can look at Mickey Glass, Lester Hoffman, mm. uh, Gwen Robbins in my own office, who put in hours and hours and hours of blood, sweat and tears to build the space. Listen, I don't think interfaith work is, is easy. It, it requires patience. But I think the people in Cape Town from the various faith organizations have really got this ability to put certain political issues aside and realize and I'll tell the story of when I spoke in the District 6 in the in the mosque um, that, of Sheikh Quran, where I told my own story about my own family from District 6 and my own connection to this area. He spoke there of that today we need to look at roads like, streets and roads like they are passageways to our bedrooms, that our 
our houses on our streets are bedrooms, and we need to interconnect and work mm-hmm. together. And I spoke of this time when people really worked together and, and sat and broke bread and, and had an iftar, Jews came to an iftar and shared things. So I think there is a sense and a space in Cape Town where there is a little bit maybe more tolerance and more patience, but it is a hard space, and I think it requires some of those hard conversations where you have to de-armor yourself, but it's a space that is worked by passionate Cape Townians in all the faiths, whether that's Islam, Baha'i, um, Judaism, um, Christianity. There's a deep commitment to using this space as a safe space for an interaction of people to come together. And the recent event on the 17th of December last year, where Gwyn and myself attended, Gwyn spoke in the Moravian Church, I spoke in, in the mosque and delivered a prayer. It was a really beautiful environment where we went to mosques and went to different types of churches. And next year we are launching on Heritage Day, sorry, on Heritage Day this year, we are launching at Garden Shul, the first stop of the Heritage Day tour, which will see the first stop being the Garden Synagogue, the oldest synagogue now 177 years old, which is really the birth of, 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 of Judaism in South Africa. Um, and if we then go to the churches and the mosques, because when we open our doors, when we open our hearts and we share and we talk, I think we come we come closer, and I think that's what, that's the beauty of interfaith and intergroup work. I think that's a beautiful way to end the the, the uh, discussion, Stuart. Thanks so much for joining me, and keep up the incredible yeah, work Teresa, that you're doing there. Thank you.